Hey there, welcome to another edition of Sex and Other Human Activities. I'm Sarah Benincasa, and that is Mr. Marcus Parks. Yes, it is. How are you today, Sarah? Oh, I'm excellent. I walked in very tired, worked a long time today, and walked into the Creek in the Cave here at creeklic.com and walked past a screaming girl. I guess she's an improviser, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yes. That, that indicates a lot right there. Like just for those of you who, who don't aren't into comedy, um uh people who most people who are improvisers are very dorky. They did musical theater in high school and they're very nice people and they love to put on a show all the time and they're more hopeful and, and full of joy sometimes than us more, you know, sort of dark, more fucked up types who gravitate towards stand up. Yeah, they have friends. They have friends, yeah. you know, and I like that they, they learn how to um, how to listen and respond. They learn all those things in, in their improv classes, and that's great. Um, so I would say that about, oh, uh, 75% of improvisers are nice people. I would say about 25% of stand-ups are nice people. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, the 25% of improvisers who are not nice people are out of their fucking minds. I mean, these people are bat shit crazy loony birds who live in a fantasy world of play and probably at home make sculptures out of their own shit like the 20 <laughs> a crazy stand-up comedian is going to overdose on cocaine cheat on his wife and and die you know he's gonna kill himself right yeah. that's pretty standard crazy a crazy improviser is going to get arrested having sex with a drain pipe. <laughs> and this was the type of person who I ran into as a man. I don't know the girl, but she was, I guess she had been, a, uh, there's a wonderful show here called Monsters on Wednesday nights, hosted by the great Nick Turner and, of course, Tech, done by the excellent Mr. Marcus Parks. That's right. And uh, I, I guess she had been sitting in the audience with her friends, and just every time a comedian went up, they, you know, they would just be talking, doing jokes, and instead of just laughing or going, eww, you know when they say something gross or clapping or just staying quiet if you don't like it quiet with your arms folded <laughs> i've seen it many a time ah <laughs> uh, directed me and i accept it and i encourage it even i understand but instead of that apparently she was just going ah, ugh, oh God. what the fuck ah what the fuck God. Ah. Like, yeah and she just kept doing it and so and she was just being really awful and talking shit about i guess one of our friends um, in the bathroom, and our friend was standing right outside the bathroom, and the girl came out and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, just a total, like, lazy, yeah. like, like just a pussy. A oh, pussy, yeah. a cunt and a pussy. Oh, uh, she's many a thing. Well, let's go ahead and throw twat into the mix. Why twat, not? Twat, yeah, just a twat, cunt, pussy, loser. And, uh, and, and so our friend just, like, went off at her, because our friend is, like, a down-ass bitch from fucking, you know, a down-ass bitch from Boston. Italian nice, lady. Hot Italian chick. Not gonna roll, you know, not just gonna roll with it, like, is gonna call this crazy bitch out on shit for, A, ruining the show for a lot of people, and B, uh, saying really, you know, nasty things about her, uh, which my friend just right over her and was like, hey, how you doing? And um, so I rolled in, didn't realize she had been having an argument with my friend, just saw this, this, this angry and crazy-eyed, sort of, like, stallion- on uppers kind of eyes and the flaring nostrils just barreling at moi up the stairs and the first thing i thought was 
oh no I need to cross the street because it's a crazy person which is a very <laughs> New York City instinct to of have course, yeah. I, I had a New York City instinct in the Creek in the Cave which is a wonderful restaurant which never has this kind of stuff you know I never has this kind of uh, element in it and it turns out that she she is an improvising she's a, 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 an improv comedian yes. and so yes. I was just like Jesus Christ so that's what we walked you know that's what I walked into Marcus witnessed part of part of that whole event I uh, missed uh, I, I witnessed the show but not yeah the you witnessed her behavior which was just yeah. textbook horrible audience behavior uh, atrocious she was trying to get audience. attention yeah. instead of just shutting the fuck up yeah Anyway, so here's a nice person, someone from Turkey who wrote to us. Let's get into the sex part. Hi, Sarah and Marcus. You are awesome, and so am I. All right. Hey. I like. See, you know what? That attitude doesn't bother me. I think that's fucking great. That's a sharing of the awesomeness attitude. That's how I feel. Like, I think I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. Chances are, I think other people are, too. Marcus, yeah. you're... You... Uh, I was talking to you about someone once, and we were analyzing uh, your appeal, and as a human, and one of the things that we both came to was that you have an attitude that's very positive. That's like, hey man, I'm cool. I deserve to be here, and you deserve to be here too. We're all in this fun party together. Fuck yeah, man. We're all in a fun party. I love. I love a girl who's like, hey, I'm I'm awesome. I'm like, fucking hey, me too. Let's hang out. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. So Turkish chick. Rock on her name's Metap, I think. I may be the first Kurdish listener of you from Turkey. Yay! Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that's true. Yeah, that's probably true. What's up, Kurd? How's it hanging, man? Like, ethnic minority? We're into it. <laughs> I really enjoy your show. You know what? Maybe they're a majority in Turkey. I don't know. They were def- they were a minority in Iraq when I learned about them in middle school. Yes. Uh, which was 8,000 years ago. I really enjoy your show. And to cut it short, I want to talk about a problem I witnessed when I used to fuck a guy. We had five or six... Six fucks in total, I guess. Just just the English twisted in just the most perfect way is so great. <laughs> that is what I call Google Translate English. Yeah. Like she obviously speaks English. She has a far better command of English than I do of, of Turkish, for example, or or the Turkish delight, which is a candy that uh, an evil snow queen gives you. Yes. Um but I just love the way she put that. I had five or six fucks in total, I guess. And each time it was long, like two and a half hour. I am not exaggerating BTW. And she also has all these she gets like has all these American colloquialisms too. This chick's fun. Once I even remember hearing him satisfying himself in the bathroom or I made myself believe to the idea because I thought I heard an orgasm sound but I was not sure since we just finished fucking again this was like two hours later and he went to bathroom to take a shower it was what he said to me (laughs) he is a good friend of mine now and we already talked about it I said he might have a problem since he does not come for so long and he says he said he had the same problem with another woman after two hours oh I see what she's saying they fucked for two hours he didn't come Mm. later she hears him in the bathroom and she's pretty sure she heard and jerking off in the bathroom even mm. though so she's like oh like what's what's doing and he said he had the same issue he couldn't come and they just dropped it out since it was like dawn i guess that means they just dropped the sex i guess uh, dropped it out dropped like it, it out like it was d- like dawn that sounds like a dance move <laughs> dropped it out in brooklyn we drop it out like it was like dawn does it happen to men frequently is it as bad as pre-ejaculation oh she means premature ejaculation okay yeah. so is is this as bad a thing um she says, one time we were doing it and a friend of us called and told us that he would come to visit us and we had to cut it short. And after 30 minutes, he came. So I'm like, can he cut it short when he wants it? Does he think that is the normal routine of sex to do it for two or one or two hours? Um, 
And then she says, thanks for talking, commenting, and for the British accents. Try to do my accent this time. It shouldn't be always the British. Wait, is, she from, is she from Turkey? She's Turkish. You know what? I'm going to do my friend Asi Motorez's impression. Um, this is my impression of my friend Asi doing an impression of her Persian mother, Mama June. Uh, Persia, or Iran, uh, not at all Turkey. No. Two totally and very different countries. <laughs> Uh, Turkey, far more sophisticated, far more European. In fact, trying to get into the old EU, I do believe. Great food, sexy people, far more of a, a liberal and uh, modern place than Iran. But you know what? I'm going to go for it. Um, I'm going to try it again. Hi, Sarah and Marcus. <coughs> you are awesome, and so am I. I may be the first Kurdish listener of you from Turkey. Yay! Oh, God, I really enjoy your show. And to cut it short, I want to talk about the problem I witnessed when I used to fuck a guy. That's about all I can do. Oh, my do. God. That is so fucking sexy. Really? Oh, God. That's we need so to sexy. Get a, we need to get a Turk. Somebody who talks like that. I, which is That's my impression of my friend doing an impression of her Persian mom. So you should go out with my friend and just be like, talk like your mom. Well, your friend is actually Talk like sexy. your mom. Y- your She's really is, pretty. She's very sexy as Asi well. Motorez, everybody. Get into it. She's fabulous. So, okay. Um... So she's asking, like, what's the deal? What, what What's wrong with this guy that he mm-hmm. can't come? Uh, well, I, you know, I've been with guys uh, like this, and I guess you can... Some women will go will say to me, like, oh, well, I wish I had, my guy had that problem. Um, you know, I... I, I some guys are um, desensitized to sex because they are so used to coming from masturbating. And this would... Th- this explanation... I think sort of seems to go nicely with her thing where she she says she thinks they did it for like two, two and a half hours or something and he didn't come. Then right after he goes to the bathroom to take a shower, she hears him jerking off. Uh, it may be that he is so accustomed to, and we've talked about this on the show, so accustomed to jerking off in one specific way. Like I was with a guy once who, uh, j- well, for a while I was with a guy who would jerk off in this one specific way with like he had to have, be like under the covers, right? Mm-hmm. So he couldn't come much less, he couldn't jerk off, much less come if we did not have covers over us. And he had a really hard time coming inside me, outside of me, near me, uh, in the mouth. It had to be... I, I had to assist him while he was jacking off. That was the only, and he had to do it in one specific way that I'm sure he'd been doing since he was five years old, yeah. or maybe eight. And um, so it may be that this guy is just so accustomed to doing it in one way that you know he pussy is not tight enough for him. Pussy is not like a tightest pussy in the world. Not gonna be tight enough for this guy. Oh, I am this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had sex in Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I see. No, no, no. no. I, 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 Wait this a is, second. This is my, I recognize this, is... this young lady's name. This is one of your ex-girlfriends, Marcus. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I have the exact same problem. I go forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, not always, though. Uh, if it's a girl uh, that and I'm not using a condom uh, and I'm comfortable with yeah. her, I gotta be. I gotta be comfortable with her because otherwise, like, it's kind of a. It's a thing with me. It's, it's become kind of a complex. To tell you the honest truth, yeah. The more it happens, the more that it becomes more stressful for you. The more you think, oh, what is she thinking? And so, after many years of it, you know. Yeah, of course you can develop a complex about it. Yeah, it's a great thing about only having sex whenever you're drunk. You always have something to blame it on. Hooray! 
Yay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I can't come whenever I'm drinking. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, you guys be like, ah, oh, it's whiskey dick. I'm sorry. No, no, no I play with myself and too people, much. People are like, okay. Yeah, no, you've talked about that on the show. Yeah, I've talk, talked about this. I jerk off a lot. I play with myself too much. I have a very, I use the death grip, as they say, uh, and I fucked up my dick. I'm t- that's it. That's it. I I I didn't do it right uh, at a you know from a young age. Uh, fucked up my dick. Now I got to deal with it. Uh, but that's the thing. I you know have done that same thing with uh, with girls, and so where you know we'll fuck for a while, and I've gotten very good at like gauging how much is enough. Because mm-hmm. most women don't want to go that long. No, I don't no. like to go too long. Most I mean... women, most women don't. Some girls, I was, I was with this girl uh, that she could go for as long as I wanted to, and I can go for forever. I love fucking. And just yeah. Keep, just I'll just go as long as we can fucking do it, uh, and. My junk gets well, tired. Could, yeah, like, I get some, tired. I'm just like, oh, all right. Like we can. Well, she was very well lubricated. Oh, she was at all times. <laughs> oh she was God. like a, a self it was a sopping like, kind self of thing. Re- it was like a self replenishing fountain of God of, bless her uh, of beauty and wonderfulness. God, I miss that sex so much. It was the best sex of my life. It's awesome. I miss it. Too bad she was fucking nuts. Yeah, but <laughs> that uh, which crazy. goes hand in hand, uh, but. Uh, so, you know, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with this. Uh, no, it's there, okay. There if, if somebody be. goes for a long time, you know, there's nothing wrong with it unless, uh, I mean, look, it becomes an issue if, like, you're trying to make a baby and get the baby juice out of him. But if you're not trying to milk him for his baby juice, then, you know, just let him do his thing. It's uh, it's not nothing to do with you. It's just his deal, and uh, that's fine. Now, the fact that um, that you, uh, when you did it for only 30 minutes, that when you when you were interrupted, and you were like, oh, we have to do this fast, and that he actually came, I suspect that was um, the excitement, the fear of getting caught, the mm-hmm. thrill of the thought of getting caught, uh, bypassed his, usual, his, his automatic pilot kind of manner of having sex, and kind of jump-started him into a, into a new thing. And that's yeah. kind of neat. So just, yeah. you know, arrange for that friend to call sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just always arrange for that buddy to call. And um, I would say this is... If I were a guy, I would rather be this way than be a premature ejaculator. Because the premature oh, ejaculation yeah. thing, that's that's just really hard for a guy. Guys get really embarrassed. You know, there's a connotation that's attached to going for a really long time. Like, what a stud! Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it can be dissatisfying and difficult to deal with for both parties, it's, you know, the premature ejaculation thing, I think, is a bit more... Um, a bit more stigmatized, a bit more difficult, and yeah. she cuts short the romance a little bit. So thank you, our Turkish friend. Yay! Turk is this how you they talk? Yeah, Turkish. I don't. I feel like they've is got a Turkish lot of Turkish men talking like this. That's Russian. I think that's Russian. <laughs> Turkish I feel like men talking like Turks this. have a lot of. Um, consonants in their name okay so that's about all i know about that and that Um, is our cultural lesson for this week hooray all right now let's talk to polar bear this guy wrote to us he said call me polar bear long story listen i got the time i would like you (laughs) to write back into sarah at sarahbenincasa.com that's s-a-r-a at s-a-r-a-b-e-n-i-n-c-a-s-a.com uh and i would like to know on a f- and we, we could talk about it on a future episode real quick. We'll just give, devote like a minute to it. Why you're called Polar Bear. Anyway, mm, so first I want to say I have just recently came across y'all's podcast. You know what? You need to read this because he's from Texas and so are you. And you All need right. to just like let it out. Like, you want just, me to let it out? You want me to just full on go? Just let it out because he used a lot of y'alls and I can't do them well as well as you can. Mm. 
First, I want to say I've just recently come across y'all's podcast. <laughs> I've been listening to all the podcasts, and I'm actually up to episode 16. Nice. Wait, I love them all. It is so funny. Y'all touch a bunch of different areas, and it is great. If y'all can't tell, I am from Texas. The reason I decided to write is because of the disabled couple in your podcast. That is so sexy. The gentleman in the wheelchair and the woman wondering how it would work sexually if she chose to stay with him. I've been married for seven years, but been with my wife ten years. Since I've been her, been with her, I had with, they, he forgot the with. Well, Since I've been with her, I've introduced her to a bunch of different aspects of sex. Our sex life is healthy and fun. My philosophy has always been if the woman is satisfied, then I will be satisfied. i tell you what, polar bear, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, Tru- I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I know the buttons to push on her. I got mad oral skills. Nice. And I'm not afraid to bring it in toys, be it a dildo, vibrator, butt plugs, bullets, or whatever to make sure she gets off. Good for you, Polar good Bear. Good for you, Polar Bear. You're a good man. Now, here's where the problem is. Well, not she says it is a problem, but I am self-conscious about it. I do not have a big penis. Oh, Polar Bear, man. I don't even like big dicks. They freak my shit out. I don't like them. To me, it seems actually below average, but I don't go around comparing. That's right. You're not a homosexual. I love receiving oral. Thank nice. God my wife loves giving it. And she swallows, by the way. Nice. they got a right. great relationship. Which is great. I know she loves vaginal and anal sex quite a bit. Whoa. Well, I Whoa. went out. Texas. And, well, I went out and got a hollow, vibrating strap on to try with her. I love the fact that she loves it, and it told me that it is one of the best toys we have invested in. Nice. Do y'all feel this will lead to problems for us down the road, or do y'all find that a partner is willing to satisfy the other is great? I don't have a problem with using it, as long as she continues the oral on me. We have great communication on everything. To give a little background, she has only been with two guys, me and her first boyfriend. She lost her virginity when she was 25. I'm afraid she hasn't had a lot of variety. Do women worry about that? Again, thank you for reading. Keep the laughs coming. So, Great Marcus, job. that was beautiful. Polar bear. It was a bit. It was. It was a bit slow, but that's okay. Texas is slow. It, it's, it's a slow a, place. It's a slower place. It's a slow place full of just uh, yeah. Oh man, well that's so nice. Thank you for this polar bear. So here's the thing. Uh, most chicks uh, look. Uh, girls are a bit different about the variety thing than guys. I have. I don't know that I've. I think maybe I've like once heard a woman say after 40 years of marriage say like you know what I wish I had dated more guys before I settled down Uh, you hear women say that relatively rarely um, and I would say that you're providing her with a whole wonderful world of of variety and I'm sure you're way better in bed than you know the few times she was with the first guy Um, I like that she held out she she was 25 I think that's really neat because I think that you are part of you know her sexual awakening has happened a little bit later than a lot of girls so she probably had friends who had been doing it since they were like 15 16 and so they had by the time they got to 25 they were probably kind of bored with sex but for her it's just blossoming and flowering and all other sorts of nature metaphors molting and her <laughs> vagina molting and i think that's really you know Aww. fantastic i i don't think you need to worry about the dick it's great that you guys are using toys um i don't think you need to worry about that at all i think you're just going to continue expanding your repertoire to more toys and um i don't know man i think things are good and i think i think you know things are good in your relationship too yeah i think this is uh, i think this is like a lot of uh 
a lot of the letters that we get. It's just someone, you just, sometimes you just need someone to tell you that it's okay. Yeah. We're telling you it's so it's okay. It's more than okay. I mean, God yeah, bless great, you and your wonderful life. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, you can't just, I mean, it's not like you're sitting around, you know, cursing your penis all the time and just thinking about it all the time and just fucking really uh, losing sight of everything else, losing sight of what your partner wants because mm-hmm. you're worried that you can't give it to her. No, you're fucking, you're finding ways to give it to her. Give, give her what she wants. She's still giving you what you want. I think you're in a fucking fantastic position, Polar Bear. I don't think you got anything to worry about. Kudos to you. Now, I am a little... I'm not really concerned, but we had also got a letter from Chris in Chicago, a guy who's written to us before. Um, his wife is pregnant with the second kid. Uh, the first kid's only one year old. Yeah. So, wife's pregnant again. And um, he loved banging her when she was pregnant. She enjoyed it. Her body was really sensitive. The first time around, she had these like amazing orgasms. You know, you got all the hormones flowing. Things are kind of fun and different. Um, this pregnancy, she is not into it. And he's like, what do I do? She does not want to be touched in that way. I've tried cooking dinners for her, doing favors, all kinds of stuff. I've tried being so nice, giving compliments. I think she's beautiful and sexy when she's pregnant. I think it's like amazing. And that's uh, Chris, you're a good guy. But, you know, every pregnancy is different. She may be getting sick. She may be just feeling crappy. And God knows she may not be entirely excited about this pregnancy. I mean... Your kid's one. Uh, she's lost a lot of sleep. She's given a lot of her body physically, not just with the labor and delivery, but afterwards. Um, the recovery time, you know, I don't know if she had a C-section or if she delivered vaginally. But either way, obviously, with the C-section, it's much more devastating to the body, generally speaking. But uh, her body has changed her post-pregnancy body. You know, she probably never got back her quote-unquote figure. Maybe wasn't feeling so hot about herself anyway. Or, you know, maybe she was. And then here comes along this another kid mm-hmm. to make her ass fat again. So uh, she could be um, just not so excited about this pregnancy. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. Nobody wants Irish I just had one of these. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, she's probably... I would, instead of just hammering away at the the usual stuff you're doing, which is really nice, you're coming at it from, you're romancing or you're like, if I just make her feel better about her body, herself. But I think the issue may be, I, I suspect, may have to do with her enthusiasm about this pregnancy. She's going to love the kid and all that jazz, but right now she might feel pretty shitty, especially if we're talking... You know, I mean, it's the summertime. Like, yeah. it's fucking disgusting being pregnant in the summer. And he's in Chicago. Yeah, which has hot, nasty summer. So those people don't know how to deal with hot weather. Like, it drives them insane. They go crazy. So the first time it gets above 60 degrees, you're driving along Lakeshore Drive, and people are, like, losing their minds, running around topless, screaming. Mm-hmm. And then it goes immediately from, like, 60 degrees for a day in the spring to 110 all the time. Yeah. And then it goes to zero. And so you're in a... a a, a city full of insane people. Um, incidentally, an improviser once tried to get in a fight with me after a show there. So I felt kind of a kinship with a uh, with my friend who tonight was sort of challenged to a duel by some improv girl. Uh, I think the improv girl who went crazy tonight has a friend in Chicago, and they should hang out and be an improv duo together. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, dude, I, I think there's other factors going on there. I mean, my advice the, the, my advice to this guy, back the fuck off. Just yeah. You're just going to have to back off, dude. You just got to jerk off. Yeah, you just got to jerk. And, I mean, th- not to say that this is going to be the way it's going to be the entire pregnancy. It may be, it may not be. But, you know what, man, it's, you know, she's pregnant. Just jerk off. She's your wife. 
you can't really do much about it. If she don't want it, she don't want to. Yeah. And she might not want it the whole time. And, uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks, but it's just the way it's going to be, man. You ain't. You are not in control, and I don't think – doesn't sound like there's anything you can do to really help yourself on this one. Pregnancy is like the worst sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> it's a parasite. None of the rest of them are parasitic, but this one is. That one's definitely Actually, parasitic. no, pubic lice, that's, uh, that's parasitic. Those mm-hmm. are parasites. Excuse me, doctors who are listening. I didn't mean to offend you. Publice experts out there judging me. Uh, so good luck with that, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can keep us updated if you so desire. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know. Please send us an email the first time you get laid. Yeah, we'll, we'll li- celebrate I'd like, with you. I'd like to hear about that. Now, this email comes to us from my brother, who does not listen to the program, has zero interest in listening to the program. Thank God, uh, because he does not want to have sex with me. I don't want to have sex with him. He doesn't want to know about my sex life. I don't want to know about his sex life. We're what you'd call normal people. <laughs> but he got drunk one night, and uh, he enjoys the uh, and then and then and then it got really romantic. Uh, he enjoys watching the documentaries, yes. and so he emailed me this uh, while drunk. This might not. It, it's called revolutionary fag. Yeah. <laughs> this might not be interesting to you, but here's a fun fact. Fun fact: nobody talks about this, gays included. My brother lately has been on this kick where he's a heterosexual guy, but he's been on this kick lately where he's been judging gays. Like he has, <laughs> he has gay friends. Like he's not been on a kick where he's like hating gays. He's been. A, mm-hmm. He feels like the gays. The younger gays today, this kid's 27, but he feels like the younger gays today don't have a proper respect for their history. Isn't that the weirdest thing to like, I don't be upset know. about? I don't know, man. I, I, think, I, think that, I, I, I think that's just kids today. That's not just gay, gay kids. Kids today, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he gets really Seriously. mad about Lady Gaga. He's like, the gays embrace her, but they do not. the young gays don't realize she's doing exactly what Madonna did, and it's all a ripoff, and this is bullshit, and the gays need to have more respect for their history, and Madonna did more for them. And I'm like, it's so weird, because my brother's straight. Like, he's not gay at all. Like, he just, you know, he bangs chicks. But uh, but he just, he's really on this history kick with the gays. He's like, they need to respect their history. And I'm like, all right. Um, here's what he says. Baron von Steuben. NYC has a yearly parade in his honor. Chicago has a yearly parade in his honor. Several U.S. cities hold a holiday in his honor. He was credited with saving the Continental Army during the mini ice age at Valley Forge. Like, literally, he was a known gay, and Washington made him his chief of staff. He even wrote the Revolutionary War Drill Manual, which was used until 1812, and some of his shit is still used. Washington got him so easily because he was known as a gay. This guy could couldn't get a job in Europe because he was gay, and Washington hired him from Europe cheap because he was unwanted. <laughs> also, that parade in Ferris Bueller is this guy's parade every year. Like there is a Von Steuben day in several U.S. cities. When he starts repeating himself because he's drunk, <laughs> it's amazing. Every year. Wikipedia says this. Then he cut and pasted a Wikipedia portion. In 1776, I, we haven't done a British accent, so I'm doing it for Wikipedia. Okay. In 1776, he was alleged to be homosexual and was accused of improper sexual... No, I'm going to try a different one. Okay, Um, okay. um, um, um. In 1776, he was alleged to be homosexual and was accused of improper sexual behavior with young boys. Whether 
or not Steuben was actually intimate with other men is not entirely known, but the rumours compelled him to seek employment elsewhere. Steuben tried employment in several foreign armies, including Austria, Baden, and France. And my brother adds, <laughs> a.k.a. he fucking sucked baby dicks. <laughs> History Channel just says he is openly gay. So, anyway, I am drunk on Rex Goliath wine, and I know your fan base is half gay, and the other half did gay stuff in college, which they will tell their kids about when they are in college or post-divorce from their mom or dad. What a hero this guy is. The gays in the military debate did not mention his name. He is credited, obviously, by the entire nation for saving the Continental Army, and he is a total fag. And Washington knew this, did not care, and promoted the guy. That is the end of the email wow. that came in at 12.35 a.m. on a Tuesday, which is kind of <laughs> early to be that drunk, but my brother was, like, very adamant, and he needed to communicate with us. I'm going to do weekdays. You get drunk earlier. Yeah, why not? That way we, that he's way out of school right now. He's, he's out of school right now. He's uh, going to get his second, uh, he's going to get a second bachelor's degree. Well... Yeah, he is. He's going to get a second bachelor's degree. First one's in business, second one's in nursing. Yeah, all right. He's a, a certified as like a nurse assistant now, and he's going to be a full-on nurse. Hmm. Pretty rad, right? That's pretty rad. Kind of cool. Uh, go to twitter.com slash Sarah J. Benincasa. Go to twitter.com slash Marcus Parks. I am doing shows. I am going to be at... Uh, uh, Magic Bag Comedy in Los Angeles, California at the Underground Annex on Saturday, June 25th, 10 p.m., hosted by D.C. Pearson of Derek and uh, Eliza Skinner of I Eat Pandas. Then Sunday night, it is time for Family Hour with Auntie Sarah, Los Angeles edition, ah. which is at the Improv Comedy Lab in beautiful Hollywood, California, right there on the Melrose and the such. And uh, that will feature lots of people, including uh, the wonderful Rob Delaney, twitter.com slash Rob Delaney, the aforementioned Eliza Skinner, oh gosh, Benari Poulton, uh, Baron Vaughn, Jesus yeah, Christ, who else is on the show? He's a funny bunny. These are funny people who are on the show. I, you know what? There's a lot of people on the show. I just wanted to hang out with my friends, so I booked all of them. And I was like, come here. Jocelyn Hughes, Kevin Avery, uh, Margie Kement, Eddie Geller, uh, Jess Geller's brother. Hmm. Um, yeah, lots of people. So that's going to be fun, too. That's at 7 p.m. on Sunday night. And then on Monday morning at approximately 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific, noon, uh, Eastern, I will be on my friend Jen Schwalbach's show with her lovely and talented husband, uh, Mr. Kevin Smith. It is called Plus One Per DM. It is at smodcast.com. You can listen to it live and you can listen to it afterwards. It's just going to be a whole goddamn adventure, Marcus. It is. Ah! Marcus, this is, I mean, oh, tell us about Cave Comedy Radio. Oh, shit. CaveComedyRadio.com, man. We're fucking going full force right now. We've got uh, nine shows on there. We're about to add two more. Uh, site's looking fucking fantastic. Been having a great response to it. We have so many good shows. we got New York City Crime Report. we got The Roundtable of Gentlemen. we got Nerd of Mouth. we got Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Yay! we got so many shows. And also, I'm going to go ahead and, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, uh, fucking kids out there, I'm looking for an intern. I need one. I'm in over my head over here. Oh, there's, yeah. There's so, if, you're like, not a pe- if you're not a piece of shit lazy kid, if you're one of the cool yeah. ones and you live in the New York City metropolitan area and you can commute in, how many hours a week do you think you need somebody? Uh, I'm thinking I need someone three days a week from like 1 p.m. until uh, well into the evening. Uh, two, three days a week. Uh, you get paid 50 bucks a week. Nice. So it's paid internship. Uh, just email me if you, if you think you can help out with all this bullshit uh email me at marcus.j.parks at gmail.com marcus.j.parks at gmail.com if you're a, a handsome young man who is a homosexual or a straight uh we can be friends 
Mm-hmm. Also, if you're a girl, we can be friends too. I'm just saying, like, if you're like a hot, hot 20 year old who wants to learn about DIY podcasting and building your own internet radio station for the ground up, and uh, also you like older ladies, <laughs> uh, you just. <laughs> Marcus.j.parks at gmail.com. Yeah. But don't yeah. be lazy. Like, you got to be willing to, like, work for Marcus. Yeah, He's, you got to be able to work. I mean, hey, and I'm, I'm a fucking great boss. Yeah, so. you're awesome. Uh, you're I'm not pretty, a douche. I'm a pretty great boss. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, this is a really cool thing. If you can, you know, if you want to get in on this, if you want to get in on the ground floor of this, of something awesome, uh, fucking email me. Because I put an ad on Craigslist earlier today, and everyone is stupid. Oh, I'm sure all of them are absolutely insane. And there, one guy couldn't even speak English that well. Uh, and what is he from another country? Fuck those people! Well, I mean, if you have a, I mean, if you have to put on your resume that you speak English fluently, yeah, that's yeah. just probably that's probably not the communications might not be the right road for you to go down, my friend. No, but it's fun. You can not hang out with us. We're cool. You're gonna listen. I'll tell you if you come work for Marcus, you're gonna meet a crazy amount of amazing, wonderful, insane people. Yeah, you're gonna meet a. I mean, you're gonna meet all kinds of folks in a New York City comedy. If you are a comedy nerd, you will love it. If you are particularly interested in, in getting your foot into the comedy scene, I think that's this is a great way to start. Plus, you get to hold the sword. It's, there's a Pakistani fighting sword, which Marcus just picked up. It's, that's a hard sword. It's real. He's bashing it against the walls of the tiny little studio. He's going to hurt things. Just hitting it on different textures. And there's also a dildo, and you can go home on the tr- on the train. You can commute in. You do your work. You go home on the train. You tell your mother there was a dildo in the place where I work, and there is a cow, a dirty ass, a kind of a cowboy hat, dirty ass cowboy hat hanging on top of the dildo. Mm-hmm. That's my cowboy hat. Yeah, and we can hang out, and like you, we could just be like, hey, let's do the show, and I'll, we'll like interview you sometimes if you're cool. If you're a douchebag, Marcus will just fire you. But like, if you're cool, won't hire you in the first place. Yeah, won't hire you in the first place. But if you're awesome, like you could sit in, and we could just talk about like life and stuff. Oh, uh, and twenty-one and up, please. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You got to be able to get into bars, kid. Yeah, you got to be like a junior or senior in college, probably. Or yeah. not. You don't have to be in college. You just got to be like, yeah, you know, into it. Yeah. yeah, whatever, man. Follow your own rainbow, kiddo. Yeah. Uh, Marcus.j.parks at gmail.com for the internship. Uh, if you've got questions for us or comments about our program, Sarah at Sarah Ben and Casa. Dot com Dun-dun. and uh, yeah, we're we're out. We're gonna go to sleep. I think. Well, I'm gonna go to sleep. You're gonna go uh, hold. Gently hold an Asian. If only. Just a rando. If only.